Thanks for listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Our podcast has tripled in growth over the last year, and we'd like to say thank you. It's because of you we're growing. The great thing about the podcast is that we're able to cover some edgy topics and discuss them in a very real way without having to worry about advertisers. To keep it this way and to keep it growing, we're asking you, our loyal subscribers, to give. Give at least about $5 a month minimum. Become a Patreon supporter of GP3. We will shout you out and include you in upcoming monthly e-blast. And there's more to come. At least $5. That's barely what, giving up two gallons of gas a month? Go to our podcast page and sign up click the link to support our podcast you can do it here's the show we three from gp ran to tommy b broadcasting live on your frequency giving you updates on these georgia streets these are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news, the conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. GP3 Homies from the Block. And now, here's Ran and Tommy B. GP3 Homies from the Block. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. It is round 112, GP3, Homies from the Block podcast. Tommy B's in the building. What's up, Rand? How you doing, man? Doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to round 12, 112, man. You got any 112 songs? Peaches and Cream? I wasn't a, I wasn't a great <laughs> fan of them, man, but you know. Oh, damn, they, dude. Come on, man. That's ATL. Represent. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I just want to go hang it's all good, man. Not to uh, hang this out anymore. Uh, go ahead and tell folks the uh, GP3 story, man. Oh, GP3 stands for Grove Park 3. The three of us uh, from the Grove Park community. We all went to the Grove Park Elementary School. My name is Rand. I lived on South Elizabeth Place. Our third member, Emeriti Tut, uh, he grew up on Charlotte Place. Yep. And uh, speaking of Tut, guess what, man? I heard from Tut. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And I got to say, man, uh, shout out to Tut and congrats on his engagement. Well, good for him, brother. Yeah, man. He's he's uh, he's taking on uh, matrimony, man. And, and, and kudos to him. Uh, he shot me a text and said he's uh, he's getting married. So, you know, kudos on his engagement. Still our um, founding member of the show. And um, and he also you know what he also sent me in text. LOL. What's that? He said, I also now have Internet. <laughs> So kudos, man. Love the bro. I love that's my bro, man. That's my bro forever. Hey, man, you got any shout outs, bro? Oh, yeah, man. Got a, got several, man. Uh, on this day, uh, 10 years ago, President Obama was elected first black African-American president. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> also on this day, I get choked uh, up. Too, also, man. I get choked up, too. So <laughs> also on this day, uh, today is uh, Sean Combs's birthday. Yeah, that's okay. Um, in 1949, uh, Belinda Tolbert was born. If you don't know who Belinda Tolbert is, she played Jenny on the on the um, Jeffersons. Hold on, man, I got a bad call. Yeah, go ahead now. 
You, you need some water? Here you go. And um, yeah. also 1988 on this date, man, um, Bill Cosby and his wife Camille gave Spellman a, a great gift of $20 million. At that time, that was the largest gift ever given uh, by an African-American uh, celebrity to an HBCU. Did the check? Has it cleared? Uh, Has all the money cleared? I'm just checking. <laughs> just going back. Um, actually, a, a lot of things are happening this week. Um, November 5th, which is tomorrow, which is uh, Ike Turner's birthday. Mm. Uh, Shirley Chisholm was elected to uh, office in 1974 on the 5th. On the 6th in 1900, uh, the Negro anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing, was uh, was composed by Mr. Uh, um, Johnson. In 1973, on November the 6th, both Tom Bradley and uh, Coleman Young were elected mayors of their respective cities of Los Angeles and Detroit. On November 7th, Doug Wilder was elected the first African-American governor in 1989. And also in 1972, Barbara Jordan was uh, elected to the to Congress from Texas. Wow. Lots of stuff because, you know, November, you know, right, first, right. first part of November, um, first couple of weeks. Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, the, the, the 49ers cheerleader who took a who took a knee during the national anthem when they played the Raiders this past week. Uh, brave young lady. Keep it up. Uh, another accomplishment happened this past week. Uh, Sierra Savales. She became the first black woman to earn a PhD in nuclear engineering from the University of Michigan, which is the top nuclear engineering program in the country. Kudos and I want to give a shout out to all my all my volunteers out there. We we did um, we transported about 150 people to the voting polls this week, uh, particularly elderly people. So excellent, man. Um, Good stuff. Y'all didn't get stopped. And also you? to all, all all the candidates out there who are like Andrew Gilliam, uh, who's standing firm. Mm. Uh, he, he's taking the high road, but he's not being a punk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very comfortable in, in, in who he is. And we need more politicians like that, whether they're black, white, yellow or green. Just basically try to, you know, bow down and, and do whatever you have to do to get elected. Do the right thing. And, you know, so right. so kudos to him. Yeah. Hey, by the way, they man, they didn't kudos, try to stop y'all, to, uh, you know, coming with the elderly, did they? Uh, trying to transport to the polls. Nobody uh, tried to get in the way or anything did i mean i gotta check gotta ask when you guys were doing your transport this week anything oh no okay no all right i knew you'd let me know no okay i'm just checking no was see see what happens see, when you are a private citizen you can do stuff see when you are in a bus that's wrapped mm-hmm. with stuff on it yeah it causes attention so we were very strategic in the in the way we did it good and and so we were able to get people to the polls, um, letting them know this was their first step. The second step is now after the election on Tuesday, uh, we got to start holding people accountable mm-hmm. so that we can increase the economic pie. Let's stop talking about the racism. Let's talk about the economic discrimination. That's where it's really at. So true. So very. And true. So, it's, it's, so it's about focusing on that, getting the right people in place to help the communities out. In addition to that, I went to the movies yesterday with my wife and uh, we saw Tyler Perry's new movie. I think nobody's fool. Excellent. Very entertaining flick, man. Very entertaining flick with Batika Sumter and um, uh, Amari Hartwick as the, as, the, as the two principal leads with, um, with Whoopi and um, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, the young, yeah, Tiffany Haddish yeah. and the young lady that played in Glee as uh, supporting uh, supporting it. it was it was a good movie. It was one of the it was, it was a movie that that had that was funny throughout. And you know, sometimes you watch a comedy, they, there's moments where it gets a lull, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're trying. But he he did a great job in terms of the, the script continuity and flow of, of keeping the laughs coming. Because I mean, again, I I probably 
missed about half the script because between the laughter and the and the uh, <laughs> audience dialogues, uh, missed some of the script. It's a black movie, man. <laughs> Opening weekend too. Hey, plus right, you know, right. and and quite by the way, and and I I didn't realize this. Uh, it was Tyler Perry's first R-rated comedy. Uh, most of his movies have been PG thirteen. I didn't realize he hadn't done an R-rated comedy, and this was his oh, first. Yeah. Yeah, so it did about it was, and we'll get to it. But it was it was uh, third, which was really good considering the competition out there, and um, you know did about thirteen million so far. It probably wrap up with about thir- between thirteen and fifteen million. So kudos, glad he's doing glad it did well. Well, you know, glad Tyler's it wasn't a run movie. on the back end. You know how that is. Oh yeah, yeah. He's you know without a doubt, man. You know he knows he's a marketer. He knows how to keep it going. Well, that's where the money is on the back end. This, this the box office is okay, but he's he you know he sees the bigger prize. Absolutely, milk that franchise. Very cool. You got anything else, man? No, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, I got to thank Dicey Grinner again, man. DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. I will make sure that her web address is on the podcast page. And, uh, you know, it's and also, you know, any of the top 10 horror films did some promos on IG and Twitter on our Instagram and Twitter feed. So you can go to our Instagram and Twitter feed and check out um, some of the commentary in the films. Uh, but, you know, it, I, I just think, Rand, it's an exciting time man, for black creators, creatives, man. Um, and I think giving um, people like Dicey or hopefully, you know, Chaz Bronson shows up, but giving black creatives an opportunity on black podcasts where, you know, a, a Dicey who's done 10 books, numerous short stories, she's been published, may not get the opportunity to get on mainstream. She can get on podcast and be interviewed. Kudos to her. And, and, and I'm glad that she continues to kind of do her thing in her way. She keeps it real and, um, you know, got some really good feedback on the show. And, you know, thank you, Dicey, for coming on uh, again. The uh, web address to find out all things Dicey Grinner, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. You can go there. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She's on Twitter. You can interact with her. And, and you know, she's uh, very interactive with her fans. And she has a, a fan club as well. Again, I shouted out Tut. Congratulations on his engagement. Very cool. Uh, you mentioned 10 years ago, uh, Barack Obama, man. That is just huge. And I, I really hope that this is, um, how can I say it, uh, prophetic <laughs> to what we'll see this week. Uh, I hope it's, a, it, it's just the opening for what will be a great week. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, but um, the fact that this occurred 10 years ago today, um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for the week and we'll get into that a little bit later as well. I uh, also want to thank, man, got some numbers this, you know, just a couple of days ago, man, just want to say thanks to all the GP3 followers, folks who check out the podcast, man, we have tripled the number of folks who listened and followed the podcast. You know, the numbers, if you compare numbers to somebody like The Read, are minuscule. Before podcasts like like ours, ex- exponentially, we grew twice the numbers from 2016 to 2017. And from 2017 to 2018, uh, we are three times the numbers and, and, and that's the goal. Uh, we've not bought any followers or paid for anything other than word of mouth. And that says a lot about the growth, three times the number. And we still got two months. We still have two months left. So, you know, kudos. Thank you to all the followers. Greatly appreciate it. 
And uh, we're going to keep doing it. On the short side, man, have you been checking out this whole Laker thing with Magic Johnson and Luke Walton? Oh, really? I expect Luke to be gone probably within definitely by all-star break. Uh, Lakers are starting off three and five, which I mean, a lot of folks expected that. But I, I don't think right now Magic is happy with the way Luke is performing. And um, my my how can I say a prediction in this whole situation will be I think Tyron Lou, who is more connected to LeBron and the Cleveland situation will eventually come in if they let Luke Walton go based on the relationship that Tyron has. Of course, he's a former Laker. Uh, he has a better relationship with um, with LeBron, which probably matters more than anything. Walton wasn't in on the LeBron deal. Um, and uh, I, I expect that to happen. I'll leave it at that. So, um, you know, it was interesting that that story came out this week is pretty big. And, and, and I do expect a change real soon. I don't I don't if it continues the way it's going um, tonight. It's simple management, man. That's simple management. I mean, that's uh, I'm not surprised, man. I mean, they brought Luke Walton in because he was a hot coach when he was at uh, up at Golden State. But that was a different style. and He had different players. Oh, totally different. So, yeah. And, and so, right I now, mean, you yeah. know, I mean, the expectations are quite honestly what it shows is that uh, Magic and them really don't. They don't have a they don't have a, a clear idea of where they want to go. No, I they think just that, went and got LeBron, and yeah. now they realize like, oh shit! No, I, it's I, not I, about LeBron. It's about we got we got to get the coach with a system that LeBron, that that base, basically capitalizes on what we have and what LeBron brings to the table. Yeah, I disagree. I think Magic knows. I think that he doesn't want to reveal it to Walton, and I think they already have a plan to make a change. Um, you know, I, I don't agree with the way it's being done, but I think the fact that he didn't bring Luke Walton in in the beginning with that whole uh, with the with the whole change uh, is it, it signals. Uh, I, I disagree, you know, man, because yeah. quite honestly, they could have gotten rid of they could have got rid of Walton. Knowing that they were going to get LeBron in there and brought a coach in that that, 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 All right, we'll that see. would have. We'll see. We're going to agree to disagree on that because I, I, I think they already know and I think the change is, is going to be happening. And I think I think I think they know uh, tonight, man, Rick Grimes last episode on Walking Dead. Uh, we've been talking about the fact that uh, Andrew Lincoln is already leaving the show. But uh, there are some hints in, in a couple of books, uh, a couple of uh, online uh, blogs that he won't be killed off. A lot of folks have felt he was going to be killed off. So I'm not going to give any spoilers uh, for folks who follow the show. But uh, this lady, Crazy Ann, who has a helicopter and does some things, I think one of the things that's going to happen is they're probably going to take him away to another part of the country or another part of the world. So it's going to be interesting to see last episode with Andrew Lincoln is tonight, Rick Grimes. Um, Ava DuVernay, uh, kudos to her. Big deal. She is getting just complete access to the Prince estate. Uh, she is being given open access to Paisley Park. And expect a documentary on Netflix on Prince's life real soon. Uh, that is coming down from uh, Variety Magazine, Essence, and uh, it's going to be exciting, man. One of the things that a lot of the folks who have done these unauthorized biographies on Prince, one of the biggest things has been access. And she'll be one of the first to get access. So kudos to her. <clears throat> man, I'm getting the cough thing over here, too. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, man. Bill Maher, um, Barbara Streisand was on Bill Maher. He had been trying to get her for like 25 years and she showed up to talk politics. Of course, she's got a new album out. 
um, and her album is Walls, and it is actually uh, an anti-Trump album. So, you know, kudos to her, but to see her on Bill Maher and hear her talk politics was, uh, you know, something I hadn't seen before. We all know she's always been an activist. Uh, so kudos to uh, Barbara Streisand for being on and being visible with her new album. Uh, biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody, again, I mentioned second highest uh, start for a biopic, 50 million. Uh, Straight Outta Compton was 60 million, which is the top biopic debut. And of course, you went out to see Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool, which was third, and Disney's Nutcracker just was a bomb. Yeah, 13 million, it was supposed to be number one. So cool. Hey, man, I know you've been involved with the voting, but got to say congrats to the Lawyers Committee in Georgia. Uh, all those folks who had been inaccurately flagged were able to vote because of their efforts. So kudos to all the folks who stepped up and put pressure on Kemp to make it happen. Uh, for those who don't live in Atlanta, don't live in Georgia, but really it was nationwide, Oprah's visit to Georgia was a, a huge deal, it was phenomenal. Uh, she went door to door, I think she was in Cobb County, am I correct? Most of the stuff she was doing uh, ran was in Cobb County. Okay. I wasn't. All right. I didn't know. All right. I, didn't, uh, I, I didn't pay attention to what Oprah was doing. <laughs> okay. Obama uh, was at Morehouse. I uh, hope you saw that. Uh, Obama was at Morehouse this week. And uh, Anna Navarro, man, congratulations uh, to Anna Navarro. She is voting Democrat for the first time. She's voting for um, Andrew Gillum. She tweeted out this week that uh, she'll be voting for her first Democratic governor in Florida, who will be Andrew Gillum. And, and, and this was just in this morning. Apparently, Brian Kemp's office is investigating cyber crimes uh, from the Georgia Dems. So this might be his excuse for losing. Um, but that just came out from the Hill as we started the show. Uh, and I'll, well, I'll, the, I'll the thing is, though, man, um, it's probably going to be a runoff. Uh, oh, yeah. Based on right based now, on the way yeah. things are, neither one of them has 50 percent based on the, the Democratic poll. I mean, the polling that's happening out there because of the third party. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably see a runoff more than anything else. And, and you know what? It's going to come down to how, how well they sway the independent voters. Uh, there's still some independents as well as people who are undecided. So we'll see how, how well they do with that. Uh, the quick question, and, and I'll ask you, Rand, if you consider the economic news that came out this week, uh, economic news was good. Unemployment uh, still steady at 3.7, uh, lowest since the 60s, uh, job report. Uh, basically 250,000 jobs, better than expected. Earnings report above 3% for the first time. Can the country fight for bigotry and the change in climate and keep the economy at the same time? Can we do both? Yeah. Because it doesn't seem yeah, that way with Trump, with 45. It seems as if people are making a choice, especially- Well, the with, thing with is, his, though, they, they, all they're trying to do is make everything uh, a binary decision. Life is not a binary decision. Okay. This is not a binary. This is not an either or. This is an and. Yeah. And just as you said, you know, Trump's uh, comments are coming out. Michael Cohen, uh, Trump's old attorney, uh, is releasing, which, you know, we all expected him to, to, to trickle and, and release some of the information from the time that he was actually uh, Trump's attorney. Um, but he's talking about comments that were made that were racially insensitive. For example, he said black people are too stupid to vote for him. Uh, 45 said that at a rally uh, when they both looked out at the rally and basically said, why aren't there any more African-Americans in the crowd? And his response was 
black people are too stupid to vote for it. So uh, the other thing is, if you look at it, this was from Newsweek, uh, 45's approval rating is lower at this point than Obama's. Obama's was before the crushing midterm election. So Obama's ratings were higher and the Democrats were crushed in the midterm. So we'll see whether or not this is an indicator that uh, there's going to be a true blue wave. And of course, Mueller, the Mueller report is supposed to come out uh, before Thanksgiving. So we'll, we'll see how that goes as well. So any comments on that? Well, I just, you know, I just hope that uh, people don't have un, un, um, unrealistic expectations about the Mueller report. I don't think it's going to be this big bombshell of report that yeah. uh, I think people have been hoping for. I think there's going to be some things that are going to be highlighted, but uh, 45 is not going to be leaving office. He's not going to jail. Um, I think the biggest thing that we can hope for is that by having the electoral victories that are needed in, in the in the House, and also if we can get a one one more seat in the Senate, we have um, on the liberal side we have a, a great opportunity of really making some substantive changes and to curb some of the powers and abuses that 45 has uh, has has uh, incurred since he's been in office. Yeah, I agree. I will say um, that whatever Mueller does, he needs to go ahead and complete. My only concern about the uh, Mueller investigation have been uh, a lot of the credibility, I guess I call it misdirection information that's been uh, attempted to be built by the Republican operatives. Uh, For example, there are a lot of reports out there uh, attempting to discredit Mueller. And I just hope that he releases everything before we get into these distractions so that we can focus on the information. I agree with you. I don't think the it's going to be a bombshell. I think a lot of the information has been slowly leaked anyway, but it does need to go ahead and get out so that we can move forward. Regardless, I, I think he is going to stay in office. Um, uh, the push for impeachment. I think the focus, quite frankly, needs to be more so on his taxes. I think, um, if anything, when the Democrats win the House, they need to be focused more so on on getting him to release his taxes. That should be the primary push. That's just my my opinion. A um, couple of last minute ballot tips, and and I pulled this information uh, from Pope, uh, ProPublica uh, last minute, and 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 a lot of this again, this is information just based on folks who are going to the polls day of. Um, the uh, um, early voting has been phenomenal. It's been incredible, uh, but we we still have quite a few people who've not voted. Um, one of the things that we've talked about this on the show before, make sure that you read a sample ballot before you go to the polls. Um, one of the sources I use, and this was one of the sources that ProPublica recommended, was BallotReady.org. And I'll make sure I have this story on the podcast page as well as Ballotpedia. So read a sample ballot is one of the things. Uh, you could do a dress rehearsal. Uh, in a lot of cases, uh, there are a lot of people who are going to the polls who have never voted before. You can actually go to the polls and they have sample voting machines or extra voting machines that you can actually go on and I don't want to say play around with, it, but at least get a feel for what they look like and, and what the procedure is once you actually go to vote, uh, put your official vote in. Um, dig deeper. Ballotpedia is a good source, again, to dig deep on the issues. Uh, the other thing is you can just simply go to Google if there, uh, there are issues on the ballot. You can type the issue by state. You can type whatever the amendment number is. It'll pull up the pros and cons. It'll show you how it was voted for before it became, uh, b- before it hit the ballot. You can see all that information in advance. So Ballotpedia is a good source as well as just Google. 
you know, uh, where are you supposed to go? A lot of folks, believe it or not, don't know. And Google, uh, if you go and just type in where is my polling place, uh, they'll ask you for your address and basically it'll pull up the polling place that you should go to by your address. Again, uh, make sure that you do that in advance, well enough in advance so you at least have, I would do it if, if you, you know, of course we vote Tuesday. Uh, do it today, do it tomorrow, do it Monday. Okay. Um, in addition to that too, Tommy, I would say also go to your Secretary of State's website too. Except for Kim. Uh, <laughs> Damn, you know, I, I agree. I, 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 I would go to that site too to compare the two because again, you know, um, as we've seen, a lot of misinformation has been floated out there. I agree. So, and, um, and the reason I mention these independent locations is because, uh, you know, one of the one of the issues that has consistently come up with Brian Kemp is running for governor and overseeing the voting process at the same time. Most uh, just about every official, even the GOP, has indicated he should have recused himself from the position of secretary of state or overseeing at least the election. Who does process. the secretary of state report to the governor? The, the current governor, okay. who's a lame duck, and, you know, I mean, yeah. And, you know, why couldn't the current governor? I agree. I agree. There's so many things tied up. I mean, because this, Kemp but, is not going to do the right thing, but there's there should be someone he's held accountable to who should be the grown up in the room. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Uh, again, what to bring? What should you bring to the polls? Uh, you can go to. Uh, vote411.org and this is a site done by the League of Women Voters and basically it will let you know by state what's expected for you to have what, what type of ID because it varies from state to state as you know but you can go to vote411.org and you know basically there are links there's a link that will let you know what you should bring to the poll uh, to the you know that's one of the things um, I would love in my lifetime is that they come out with national voter laws. Yeah. Particularly yeah. when it comes to these elections. That should be, we should have the same standards across every state, every county, every municipality. Consistency. I agree. It's different. So different from every, some states are very, you know, very strict and others are very liberal. But uh, I agree with you. There should be consistency because you have so many people who move from different states and maybe voting in that state for the first time. So they have no clue, but go to vote411.org. And again, uh, thanks to the league of women voters for putting that together. Uh, you should double or two. And I've over, I know you've already voted. I've already voted. We've already voted. We, we did early voting, um, but you should double or triple check your registration. And basically you can just go to vote.org and check your registration vote.org. Check your registration. Make sure everything is cool. Uh, if you have an issue, again, uh, as Rand mentioned, you can, uh, you know, reach out physically to your um, your Secretary of State's office and and find out why. And of course, I mean, we're in Georgia. There's some things that have happened that have allowed people or cleared the way for people who are actually on a waiting list to now vote. But um, you know, go ahead and do that now before before too late. And also, too, uh, for many of you guys, there are some people who have been waiting for absentee ballots. If you have not received your absentee ballot and you and you can vote, go ahead and vote. Uh, the absentee ballot is it's not going to be in time. Yeah, agreed. And in most 
municipalities, even if you're issued an absentee ballot, only thing that matters is they only check if you voted. So if you get the ballot and decide you wanted to go to the polling location, in many in many instances, you can go to the polling location and still vote. As yep. long as you have not voted, you, you have not sent in your absentee ballot. Yep. And know your rights as a voter. That's the other thing. Um, understand that. Learn the term state. provisional ballot. Yep. Learn to, learn to say that term. Yep. And that information, uh, again, the ProPublica, which was I thought was a great guide for last minute voting, uh, was it, it mentioned uh, provisional ballots throughout their reporting. And, and I, I do think that is that is definitely something that uh, we should we should be aware of, especially if you're voting at the last minute and an issue comes up. Um, if you are still in line, which they are expected to be long lines at the polls, um, the wait cannot strip your right to vote. Just know that if you're in line before the polls close, the wait cannot strip your right to vote. And um, there's a number that is a national number. Uh, several organizations have come together. Election Land is the place, and it's a it's a it's basically a, a culmination or creation of multiple groups coming together to help voters at the last minute. Uh, you can text vote V O T E to eight one three eight zero. So basically, if you have an issue at the polls. Problem at the polls, text V-O-T-E, vote, to 81380. Uh, and, and also, if you have any disability issues or if, you, if you're with folks who, um, you know, are, are not fluent in English, the polls, are, they're supposed to help you. Again, if, if those folks refuse to help you, text, and, and if you're with someone, to assist them, vote 813 Eight oh, text that vote to eight one three eight oh. You got anything else to add I, to that, Rand? I would I would encourage people um, to go by if, if if you can before the election, go by and do a drive by of the place that you're you're supposed to vote. Absolutely, absolutely. Go go get a, under do some recon, understand the lay of the land, where the parking is located. Because again, like as Tommy indicated, if you need some accommodations, you want to know, hey, is, does is there handicapped parking? Where is it near the entrance to the, to the location? You know, uh, do I is there an opportunity? Do I need to bring umbrellas? Do I need to bring a, a walker or whatever that is? Uh, Understand where you, you got to go. Yep. And, and, and understand that, you know, uh, there are going to be multiple weather conditions. And, and when you do stake it out, uh, you need to understand. I mean, if you don't have covering because not every location has covering and shelter for the lines, bring an umbrella. You know, don't don't let it be an excuse that I couldn't stand in line because it rained and there was no covering. Well, bring an umbrella. Understand that. Well, so Absolutely. For, uh, one of the things that we did. Um, we brought in um, those uh, those lawn chairs, mm-hmm. those yep. chairs that you see parents at the soccer matches have. Absolutely. We had a, a tremendous amount of those so the people could actually sit as they waited. I mean, we were very fortunate. The entire voting process was about 30 to 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. But about same again, here. same for, on our end. Yeah. But for elderly people, five minutes of standing might seem might feel like two hours to them. So, um, you know. Be prepared, mm-hmm. you know, be a, be a Boy Scout, you know, have your stuff there. And if you know that 
you know, you, 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 you're not great at standing up for a long period of time. Come up with a solution. Get one of those with those little walkers that have the wheels on them. You know, you with the little uh, handbrakes, you know, you can sit in it and walk at the same time. You know, do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You got anything else to add to the uh, to the list? No, man, your, your list was very comprehensive, man. I, I guess the thing is that um, keep that number, uh, vote that text number in your phone. Put it in your phone if you don't have it in your phone. Um, bookmark all those websites. Have them on your phone. You know, when you have to use them, uh, you never know. And also, too, you need to understand the poll workers are doing their jobs. They're doing what they are instructed to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Many of them have not had classes on, on, on the legal aspects of it. They have been given a checklist and these are the things they're supposed to do. You know, make sure you have your proper identification. Yeah. Go find, back to what Tommy said, go to the site to find out what proper identification you need. And guess what? Add another layer of, of, of identification to it. If they say a driver's license, have your driver's license, have your birth certificate. Ha also have a, uh, a passport if you have to. Yep. Because what you want to do is eliminate any, any opportunities for people to deny you the right to vote. Agreed. What you got, man? Man, you know, it's, it's, you know, uh, I've been ranting about voting now. Now I'm I'm ranting about what are we gonna do next? As your as your boy say, uh, what we're gonna do? Mm -hmm. um, so the next thing now is more about mobilization. I don't get, right now the the vote count has been set. Now what are we gonna do if we if the election is in in our favor? And what are we gonna do if the election is not in our favor? Yeah. And so that's where I think people's minds it should be mobilizing toward to if if they've already voted yeah i agree what's you know, next the, the the vote is not the destination the vote is just really is actually the first step in the journey okay. you know and that is about um meeting with the candidates representatives meeting with them as soon as possible and let's talk about what's the agenda what's the plan and start letting, putting them on notice, letting them know that they work for you. Yes, they do. Which I think because, uh, a lot of these folks have just clearly forgotten that they work for the well, for all. You know, people. as Michael. Moore, Go ahead. As Michael Moore said, the largest party out there is the party of non-voters. Yeah. That is bigger than the Democratic and the Republican. And the vote that they do by not voting is they have voted away their rights and let others decide for them. What, you know, what's amazing to me for this midterm is we are still under 50% in terms of voter. Um, uh, Which is know, appalling. It is. I mean, and, and that's a record. I mean, if they look, if you look at the growth, people are talking about the, you know, compared to other midterms um, and we're still, at or under 50 percent you know it's appalling it is it's just it's appalling i mean i hate to say this when you decide that your vote is a no vote you get what you deserve yeah no complaints you can't complain yeah um you got anything else man no man i mean you know it's um i mean you 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 said it all, brother. All the things that people need to do to get them ready for, for um, to get them there for Tuesday, man. Yeah. You know, and we, we just got to do it. 
And one last thing, um, the, uh, you know, a lot of folks talk about, again, an excuse to not go to the polls is, well, I couldn't, I didn't have a ride. Uh, a lot, so many organizations are offering rides to the poll. Lyft uh, is offering half off nationwide um, to the polls. And, and thanks to pol uh, Polity Podcast, uh, Polity, I think is how they pronounce that, but it's P-O-L-I slash T-T-E-A. Um, but they um, sent out, and, and Georgia's not on the list, but several other states are, where um, there's a free ride via Lyft and an organization called LiveFreeUSA.org. Um, Alabama, there, there are some cities in Alabama, California, um, but, but there are opportunities like that. And Lyft is offering half off nationwide to the polls. Lime, if you're familiar with the... Um, uh, shared bikes, e-bikes, e-scooters, they're offering up to 30 minutes across, you know, the company, wherever they are located within the U.S. Uh, Zipcar, uh, I know, Rand, you're probably familiar, heard of Zipcar. Uh, I think they have them in downtown Atlanta, at least. Um, they're giving you a $20 credit for renting a car on election night. And Uber is offering, which they've never done before, uh, $10 off uh, on a single ride option, uh, as well as on their app, on the day, Uber is also indicating or offering a poll locator button in the app. So, you know, all the excuses to vote to not vote are being taken away. Um, so, you know, the expectation is that, you know, our people will vote. And, and I just, you know, uh, I am hopeful and 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 I am, um, you know, I'm encouraged. Well, 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 I'm the thing encouraged. is, though, yeah. all the stuff that you mentioned, those things are really geared toward younger people mm -hmm. particularly millennials and particularly millennials with means the issue is the people who don't have means yeah yep so and, and, i mean I'm, that's that's the true issue i mean uber what they're doing is great particularly for that millennial who has the money and who and, and, and who says i don't have time or i don't have a I don't have transportation, yeah. but I'm more concerned about the people who are going to be more impacted by the election who don't have the $10 to do Uber. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I'm more concerned about. Yeah. And I still think even with a lot of these organizations, they'll find a way. You just have to reach out, have to reach out. Well, that's what I've been doing, man. Well, good. I took man. a page out of the out of the Montgomery bus boycott. We got together, <laughs> some friends of me, and we, we decided we're going to make a change. Excellent, man. Good stuff. Um, you can support the podcast. Uh, go to castropolis.net. And don't forget, go to patreon.com, GP3homies. Uh, all the information's on the podcast page. All the information's on the website. Uh, we appreciate That's right. Support, support us now. Support yeah. us. Support us. Support us. Support us. Support us. I can't say that enough. Yeah. Share share with your friends. And once again, um, I will say just again, uh, thank you so much for the people who do follow and who've been listening. Um, the growth has come, you know, it's, uh, we started off kind of like the garage band of podcast and, you know, growing into something that, uh, you know, that, that you can be proud of as a, as a follower, as a supporter. And, and, you know, we're part of, uh, proud of as, as, as a show that we bring to you. So, you can go to patreon.com, GP3 homies. All that information is on there where you see the support yeah. us. And we'll have yeah, some other messaging before. I want to thank well. the supporters out there, our listeners out there, for letting us come into your lives. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a million gazillion things you could be doing uh, to listen to us, but I definitely appreciate it. 
Yep. And Rand, thank you so much, man. Again, um, you know, we appreciate all, you know, appreciate all you do. And, um, you know, at, at, at that point, I mean, we're at that point uh, almost like toward the end of the year, uh, again, where we have the opportunity to wrap up the year and do it strong. So, um, you know, a lot of good things are coming up between now and the end of the year. Uh, I'm excited about it as, as well as getting excited about 2019. So thank you so much. And um, with that, man, uh, number 112, round 112 is in the can and we are out of here. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect by email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap, SB the G, graphics, Lady J. Thanks for listening.